morning and welcome to start the week with Lorna and Lottie, where we chat um, all things culture, change, communications, coaching and leadership. Morning, Lorna. Good morning, Lottie. Good morning, secret special guest. Good, good morning, <laughs> Lottie and Lorna. Klaxon to announce the secret special guest. It was. Um, it was the. It was the best klaxon that I've. I've ever been welcomed by. Oh my God! I've absolutely blown <laughs> it. Others, if you want others. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Chaos ensuing. Um. Anyway, I'm calling this meeting to order. As we I didn't do. Didn't tell him there would be a klaxon. I think if we told him there would be a klaxon, he wouldn't have come. Oh, that's literally hilarious. Um, anyway, <laughs> listeners to our very first podcast, I would have heard us talking about some really special work that we've been doing with one of our clients and the brilliant results that they saw as a result of what we've done with them. And now with the klaxon to announce, um, we're even happier as that client is today's special guest and indeed the very first guest um, that we're welcoming to start the week. So you can hear it now straight from the horse's mouth, although, dear listeners, he looks nothing like a horse, but he is rather partial to a gilet, which I guess is kind of a human version of a horse blanket. It's Start the Week with Lorna, Lottie and Lee. Welcome to our podcast, Lee. Thank you, Lorna and Charlotte. It's great to be here. Um, and I can't believe we've got three L's here. Like we could be on CBBS um, right we now. Be um, on CBBS. If you're not careful, you're going to be in the fold forever. So don't <laughs> yeah. be don't be too good today, Lee. But also, FYI, for future guests, only if your name begins with L. And if you want to be on, just change it by Depol. Just right? yeah, just change it. But there's exactly. no there's no chance that I'll be here um, post this podcast um, <laughs> because you two are like two tiggers um, um, when you engage with um, with us and our team, which we'll talk about further. But you just are like two tiggers, and I'm just going to be like this insurance eeyore that's on the call that's given some <laughs> life to the work we've done. So. Oh. No, but anyway, Leah, you're out. Sorry, Lorna. I think you're a wise owl. You're not Eeyore. You're at least yeah, owl. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe so. And yeah. and in defence of the gilet, which I am partial to, you're right. Um, <laughs> it is becoming the new '90s pinstripe suit in the city. So um, so there's more there's more gilets than pinstripe suits these days. And I think they are the um the the, the go-to attire for the millennials. So um so yeah, yeah let's go with that. Yeah. Millennial finance finance men do tend to wear a lot of gilets. Brilliant. Anyway, please may you now introduce yourself to our listening audience. Yeah, sorry, this is not just a fireside chat, is it? This is well, it is a fireside chat, <laughs> but people are, people are going to be listening. Um, so um, yeah, I am uh, Lee Elliston, the um, the COO for um, Claims within Aspen Insurance Company. Uh, we're a specialty insurance company um, based in Bermuda, um, but uh, are also um, working um, within um, the US, um, the UK um, and Europe. Um, and um, I've been um, with the organisation uh, now for uh, two years, going through a, a period of change and transformation in that period um, as as we um, embark on um, a strategy that remediates the business and um, and transforms um, what we're doing and, and how we do it. So, um, so yeah, um, that's me. 
Amazing, amazing. And and Lee, you just touched on it. You said a strategy to to transform the way you do business, to remediate the business. Tell us a little bit more about the 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 task or the challenge that was was in front of you, and and why you wanted to embark on on that journey. What it was you were trying to achieve. Yeah. So. We, um, like many um, specialty insurers within um, within the um, the global insurance market, and here as I am today in in the London office in the London market, uh, we um, we've gone for a period of um, tough market conditions, tough economic conditions, um, and we've had to try and respond to that as a business with regard to um, our performance, um, and that that's. Um, been looked at both on um, the um, performance of uh, the business that, that that we've got, the policies that we um, that, that that we that we write, um, and the services that we provide to our clients and our customers, um, but also our our kind of operating model um, and how that needs to uh, to be transformed um, from a you know that 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 very easy summary of people, process, um, technology, data. Um, we've had to look at, at, at the whole nine yards across all of our functions and um, and claims was going through a, a pretty a pretty drastic period of change um, as part of that. Um, and that um, that that change was um, an opportunity um, and um, was something that um, that I certainly wanted to be part of grasping and um, and, and, and making some some wholesale transformation and change in. Yeah, really importantly, keeping your people kind of with you on the bus, engaged, making sure that they were understanding kind of, you know, their role within all this, the broader goals and objectives of the organisation and feeling really aligned to your values and the kind of culture that you wanted to create within claims to really drive that success. Yeah, it was it, it, it was I mean, we, we spoke to, to, to yourselves pretty early on um, because um, because we knew. Uh, the task ahead of us was 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 not a small one um, with regards to making sure that people are on the bus mm-hmm. and making sure that people are um, bought in and connected to um, to where we're trying to go and and why it is we're trying to get there and um, why that will have a benefit um, both internally to our people um, and um, and what it is we do and um, benefit. Um, our clients and our customers externally and uh, you guys being able to work very closely with us uh, be the tiggers in the room um, and um, and and make um, make people feel comfortably uncomfortable in a very creative way um, and understand uh, what good looks like with regards to the bedrock of someone's values and our values here at Aspen um, and how people connect with that through the behaviours and um, change and um, what it is that we're there to provide um, on a daily basis as part of, of part of someone's role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in essence, what we what we sort of started with with you over a year ago now with your kind of um, with that engagement was a, a, a dialogue that we kicked off with your team about exactly those things. Where are we going and, and why? How do we feel about that journey? What do we need to be able to come along on that journey and how does that connect to our values and behaviours? And let's remind ourselves of what those actually are and, and let's look at where we are in relation to them. So there was some lots of honest feedback and conversation from, from the team, the wider team, about um, how 
engaged or not they were with the, the direction and the strategy of the business and what they needed to become engaged and also how much they saw the values and behaviours lived day to day and what they wanted to to do to to align more closely to yeah and values. I think really important as well kind of getting that line of sight between how living those values actually helps directly in the achievement of your strategic objective so it's kind of you know create creating that synergy and that understanding between values and behaviors culture as a way of achieving your corporate strategic objectives and your overall purpose so I mean just thinking about the things that might have stood out for you from the things that we've worked on together that you think have kind of really made an impact for Aspen Claims? I, th- I think I think really really making us feel feel uncomfortable and understand the the so what to the behaviour or the approach to to doing things in a certain way. Um, and I, I feel like that stand back moment um, was enabled by by you guys um, through the the analogy of the bus and, and getting on the bus. Yeah, let's explore um, that a bit. Let's just share share what we mean by that, because it's a metaphor that we use quite often, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah, being really yeah, useful. Yeah. And it, and, it, and it was it was great that that we said we just wanted people to uh, to, to be honest with us about where they feel like they are right now. You know, you know, the on the Aspen Road, we've got this big red bus in London and we've got this big yellow school bus in the US and we had everyone together and um, we wanted to understand where they were. And I, and I think I think that the big thing for providing the shot in the arm for the behaviour and the buy in and the culture that you want to create around a team is enabling an honest opinion. Um, and we and, and we enabled that honest opinion through people telling us where they were on the bus some people were on the bus stop down the road um some people were were trying to push the bus up the hill some people were were, were sitting on the back or or the front messing around at the yeah, back yeah yeah and so and some some people felt like they they were driving it um mm. and 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 all we were trying to do through through our our engagement with them and um and that 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 opinion that honest opinion from them is say we just want people on the bus if you if, if you're bought into this and, and and what we're trying to do we just want you on the bus and it doesn't really matter where you are on the bus you could be at the back and you're quite happy to be at the back just seeing how it all goes and seeing how other people interact with um the strategy and the plan and the deliverables that we that, that we've had um but but be comfortably sitting at the back and then and then join in when you can um, and ring the bell and start being a bit more vocal about well actually I've got a good idea let's stop this bus and talk about this new idea we've got um, so that's um, that that's why the the that kind of concept of the bus really worked yeah. um, and it and it did really get that buy-in it did really get that honest opinion um, and the other thing um, it, it helped with as well which which I think is hugely important is people have clarity people have real clarity around where we're going and why why we're trying to get there and, and and what their role is as part of that and if some people choose not to engage or buy in with that they've made a personal choice yeah they've made an informed choice and we've been honest on our side and they've been honest on that's their it, side that's what and, I was going to say there was a real kind of element of you know it was really brave because you were going well actually do you know what if you don't want to be on this bus at all then maybe you have to consider whether actually this is right for you yeah 
Yeah, and I love that adult, that agency, that sense of let's be really transparent, let's have an open, honest conversation. I think um, so. Two things, you know, we love a metaphor at Woodreed. You know that we can run with a metaphor for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I really love the way that you have continued that metaphor as a way to make sense of this journey that you're on. I think that's brilliant. I think the other thing, one thing that I noticed, um, if it's okay for me to mention it, Lee, is you also talked about where you were on the bus and how that felt for you. And that really set the tone for the team. So I remember distinctly you saying, I feel like I'm pushing this bus. I feel like I'm pushing this bus single handedly and it's tiring. And I think I don't think the team had heard you say that before. And we talked um, in a previous podcast about being the importance of showing some vulnerability and authenticity and leadership. And what you did on that day was you said it's I'm listening it's hard for everybody this is a you know this is a a new journey it's challenging we've got some ambiguity around it but let me tell you how it's feeling for me as well and that was a real leveler and I I felt the the shift in the room when you when you shared that that was so important that you actually were so open to invite that transparency back from your team so you did something there that created that yeah and I think then following on from that we then had a really big discussion about so yeah here are the values and the behaviors that we want to sign up to but there's going to be some stuff that's going to get in, in the way of this kind of what are the barriers kind of organizational process system cultural barriers that are stopping us from living this culture every day and I think what then ensued was this really open dialogue between the leadership and the rest of claims um, and then it was a really good opportunity for them just to get things out on the table and to know that you were actively listening. Yeah, that, that, that active listening point, I think, I think is hugely important. So um, so understanding um, what people's fears are, understanding what people's barriers are. Um, and that's something that, that, that we've continued to do a lot. So we've made people feel like in a psychologically safe environment, they can let their honest opinions be known. Um, they can provide honest um, and pretty simple and succinct feedback. Um, and no one's going to take umbrage um, um, to that feedback. No, and, and no, no one's going to look at it negatively. It's all being put into a melting pot of continuous improvement. Um, yeah. and, and, and people then feel like they're they've got a safe space to operate in they can they can then be switch into if you encourage it and empower it they can then switch into ideas mode so yes i've got these barriers and yes i've got these fears but how can i be a part of overcoming it and how can i be a part of resolving it yeah um and um and that's something that we've 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 tried to connect the team with um on a, on a very regular basis to almost just kind of make it business as usual really yeah, that's it. You know, and you might not be able to solve all the things all the time, but at least you can say to them, we've listened and actually we can do this, but we can't do this. And the reason we can't do this is for this reason. Well, and that and and, and then that comes into the transparent communication, right? There's, they're, they're being very transparent with us. We're being very transparent around. There's a lot going on right now. Um, great that you've got this off your chest and great that you felt like you can give it to us because now we can do something with it. But these are the expectations around how that's going to work and what time frames that 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 that, that might kind of operate in. Um, and I, I think people just like that. It's just it's just it's just very simple clarity of message and and um, and 
let's be honest, when we all want to get things off our chest and we all do want to on a, on a regular basis in our personal professional lives, it feels good, right? It feels good to, to get it off your chest and, and have a little counselling session. And that's what that's what some of these sessions turn into now. They're almost like mini counselling sessions. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a thoroughly grown up way to run a business. It's good. And, you know, what what is brilliant and, and we're going to kind of maybe start to talk a little bit about the results that you had last month from your annual engagement survey is you've seen some really dramatic improvements across some of those key metrics, haven't you? Yeah, re- uh, really significant improvements. So um, and that all started from being very deliberate around wanting to listen, wanting to um really encourage the voice of of the team and uh, and 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 our our people and within the claims function i don't think that had been encouraged previously so people felt very uncomfortable about voicing their 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 thoughts and their opinions um and that that's still a bit of a journey to 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 to, to get people to do that um but that was that was a real deliberate um point to start from and the reason why we felt like that was so important was because of the level of engagement and connection that that gives between our people and where we're going and why we're going there um, and what the outcomes and outputs are going to be from from that. And I think I think we've we've also been able to encourage people's thought process around why we're doing it which is an, another thing that you that that you guys did brilliantly with is and I almost refer to it now as the 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 why trifle when when Lorna when when Lorna says I'm gonna layer up the whys now and we and and and, and we get and we get into we get into these whys and who doesn't love a trifle this time of year anyway like I, I love a trifle, trifle. Christmas. has he got silver uh, balls on if it's not got <laughs> silver balls on I'm not there <laughs> but um but but the um that 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 layering up of the why and getting a deep understanding of well, well why are we doing this and um, why is it going, going to be different and why is it going to matter and just getting people to to, to tune into that has been has been really, really yeah great. and you can I mean, you can link that directly to the, one of the questions in the survey which is, I know how my work contributes to the goals of Aspen Exa- exactly which, which leapt up from 79 to 93 I mean these are dramatic improvements you know and and that question specifically is about understanding the organization's purpose and the role that that person has in contributing to to Uh, to that purpose which uh, yeah absolutely and that connection with our our strategy and our objectives and the changes we're trying to make was was really important to us so that 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 jump in our in our claims engagement from 79 to 93 was was huge in itself um that that jump in people understanding the values and the behaviors and and the way we do things was really important to us as well um because i feel like people had been had, had been forced and pushed into doing things in a certain way which didn't necessarily make them feel like it aligned to our values and there there was a big jump in that from 72 to 96% um and then we saw um we saw the the understanding um of um well, are just general engagement um, across across different territories within our claims function, um, which can be different because there are different nuances to, to doing business in different regions and different states, um, particularly in 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 the EU and um, 
and the US. Um, but our overall engagement score had gone from like 54% to about 84, 85%. Um, and um, and it, it, it was just it was just a real tangible um, outcome that related to the de- deliberate action that we'd taken, but also how how you had helped us facilitate and make us feel um, safe around how we could regenerate this culture and this this environment that we wanted. Yeah, it's brilliant. You should feel you should feel so proud. You should. And on that point, actually, there's one score that you haven't drawn your attention to, and I'm going to blow you blow blow that horn for you. On, on can the, I have another klaxon, please? <laughs> Leadership went from 57% to 88%. Yes. That's I mean that's a real accolade and I know I'm going to I am going to toot that horn cuz you know it's it I was very un-British to 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 talk about it yourself but in terms of your own leadership approach and your self-reflection on how you lead people and the impact that you have as a leader can you share anything that you've learned or changed on that journey anything that's been important to you? So th- three things for me um and um and I'm, i feel like i'm really bad at doing this it might be because i have to review so many slide decks that um that, that we get in the in the role that i've got but it's going to be the three p's for me um yeah. so the three p's are um the, the first one's people obviously um mm-hmm. and and getting getting people bought in and getting people on that bus that that we talked about earlier that we deliberately did um and and then making sure that that people have got that safe environment um, to be honest about whether they're still on it or not, or or, or or whether you know we need to we need to make some um, changes in response to to people being on that being on that bus. Um, the other thing for me um, was um, passion as the other P. So I mm-hmm. feel like um, people have said to me often that that I'm quite a passionate individual. I am quite a passionate individual when I get passionate about the wrong things at the wrong time sometimes. Um, but um, but that all comes from a place of being passionate about um, doing good, being better and um, unlocking value. Um, and that might be unlocking people value that they don't realise that they've got or they didn't have the time to to unlock. It might be unlocking value in being innovative about doing things differently and looking at processes or technology or data. Um, or it might be unlocking value with regard to, you know, we've never thought about this before, but we've now got a good space to to throw ideas out there and 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 see how that might kind of grow. Um, the third P for me was persistence. Um, and being very persistent about um, w- what we're trying to achieve and not moving the goalposts um, um, very often. Um, and if we if we do, there's a reason behind it and we can be clear about the reason behind it. Um, but but just just being just being persistent and just just trying to be um progressive in in a small um a small that'll, that'll progressive be a fourth, way that'd be a fourth um, p by the way um it was a fourth p sorry <laughs> but 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 that and, and that was the big thing for me and and prior prior to the work that we've done and um the thought process that you've taken us through um as a team um i thought it i think it was more about pace for me before rather than persistence um, and I think that's that's been a big shift which actually helps everybody um, because um, because it just gives people that that space and time to yeah and realizing that not everyone's going to be at the same place at the same time no they're you not, know, they're not I, there, I, there was a really good analogy that I heard from a conference that I was attended the other week 
and it was like if you imagine there's a um a speedboat up front and it's got like a kind of one of those banana rings on the back you know and the, and the speedboat could be you know the senior leadership team but quite a lot of the organization is on that rubber ring and as and as the speedboat whips round of course it takes ages for that rubber ring to kind of catch up with it and just kind of you know this idea of sort of meeting people where they are and understanding that not everyone's going to be exactly where you are at that moment in time so kind of just being cognizant mm. of that yeah yeah and I think I've really seen that reflection in you and, and your your peers your colleagues and the leadership team um, you talked earlier on, I'm just going to bring you back to it, where you've used a lot of brilliant analogies and, and phrases like you're on fire in terms of your um, your terminology today. I really liked what you said about co- make, helping us feel comfortably uncomfortable. What what did we do that made you feel comfortably uncomfortable? So I think I think you um, you you make us feel safe to start with. So so so. You practice what you preach in creating that psychologically safe environment um, so people can see it and hear it and feel it um, all at the same time. But then but then y- you've got this creative uh, way of connecting people to um, the claim story at Aspen or the Aspen story that claims are part of. Um, and that that creative way of doing it really breaks down a lot of barriers really opens up people's uh, mindset um, with regards to thinking differently, being innovative. um, And um, all of that, all of that really helps us achieve what we're trying to achieve. And I think I think using uh, Woodread and uh, specifically, um, you know, you both, Lorna and and Lottie, um, has been a massive part of that because because you're not the you're not the the, the the straight um insurance focused professional partnership that you might ordinarily use um and we do have a habit of using people that are like us and that's mm. not always going to get you the different outcomes or or or, or the best outcomes that you want and we we, we you've got a massive differentiator um I referenced before um about what you do about about having the secret source and um there is a secret source that you've got there in the in in the way the way that you the way that you do it with this and because of that it's a real partnership you understand you understand where we've been you understand where we're going and you understand how we can do it differently um and that and and that gets engagement and buy-in in itself um as well so that's brilliant thank you so much for that what flavor do you think our secret source would be Lottie I'm thinking it's like a barbecue it's a little bit spicy it's I think sweet. it's a knickerbocker glory what but that's not a sauce that's a that's a whole dessert like you can't have the whole dessert I, just sauce Cho- chocolate sauce strawberry strawberry sauce I think it's too hard to pin down a sauce can it be the sauce can it be this can the sauce be on top of the knickerbocker glory yeah that's what I'm saying maybe it's the chocolate strawberry sauce but I just I think we're a barbecue I definitely think it's got some spice to it glory. Sounds delicious. <laughs> right, conscious of time, ever conscious, because these things have a habit of running away with us because the conversation is just too good. Just one more thing before um, we let you go, Lee. One piece of advice, just one thing that you might give to another leader if they were going to embark on a on a similar journey of, of transformation and, and culture. I think I think really for me it's about letting go and allowing the people to 
inform your plans, your priorities, and where it is that you could be you you could be making changes or could be moving toward yeah. um, and 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 I think we've I've certainly suffered it I think others have certainly suffered it um in in their careers or roles you have a habit of trying to uh, protect the team from the demands of the strategy and the priorities and the plans and how far are we shooting and where are we going um and i i, I don't feel like we sh- we should I, f- I feel like we should share it and we should connect them to it and we should engage them in it and we should and we should really start to build that kind of collective power of well, where are we all going and mm. how, how do we all play our part in 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 getting there um and what that also breaks down um specifically for me as well um has been I don't always have the best ideas and I don't always have the best way of executing it and letting go of (laughs) letting go of some of that has been has been has been really helpful for me as well to be fair um I still still not sure I like it but um but it's it's, (laughs) it's, it's nothing grows in the comfort zone that's what what Lorna and I tell each other every week when we do this podcast yeah nothing grows in you. I really love that I really love that I love I'm like I'm, I love all the little nuggets that you've given us today I'm taking yeah. why trifle and running with it um with or without sauce on top I don't know it's been such an absolute pleasure to have you on this pod thank you um worth waiting till Tuesday to start the week really really appreciate you giving up time to do it I know how busy Aspen claims are with everything that's going on there and um, just so looking forward to continuing to work with with the team, with with you and, and the leaders. Um, you're just a wonderful, wonderful bunch of people and so delighted that you've seen such a success. I can't even say that such success over the past 12 months. So yeah, no, we've um, we, we it's been a great partnership and our partnership continues, um, which is which is great. Um, but it's yes, yeah, it's brilliant to, for everyone to see the the tangible outcomes of of, of what we've collectively um, been working on and um, between um, Aspen and Woodread, um, and um, just just continue being your authentic selves and continue the podcast because <laughs> the last time I was the first guest on a podcast was an insurance podcast. <laughs> And they've now done over 100 podcasts with a number of different guests across the industry. Um, and um, yeah, just just want you you guys to get to the the same position. Hundreds of podcasts. Hundreds um, of and, podcasts. Um, and yeah, many many more guests and many oh, more thoughts around culture and leadership you. would be great. Thank, thank you, you so much, Lee. Right. Okay. Brilliant. Um, that was amazing. And just to wrap up, next week, um, Lorna and I are going to be together in the same location. Um, in Stratford-upon-Avon thank you very much um, and we're going to be doing a little bit of a kind of I don't know whether anyone remembers Charlie Brooker's um, annual wipe which was a satirical look at the uh, shit show that is this country every single year uh, well anyway we're going to be doing like a version of Charlie Brooker's annual wipe meets room 101 where we're going to be discussing the things that we want to see the back of in 2023 and arguing between ourselves whether indeed they get consigned to 101 so that Lorna you probably didn't know that but that's what we're going to do next week I'm here for it I'm here for it especially given that um one of our clients managed to get you and I to disagree at dinner last week so we have actually found topics we do disagree on watch this space for that live bun fight um next week Lee Elliston number one special guest first and clearly the best um it's been an absolute joy we will I'll see you in person next week 
um, Lottie and Lee. I will see you in the new year, I think. Thank you very much both. Lovely. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.